Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to KFI AM640. Wake Up Call with me, Amy King. On demand on the iHeartRadio app. KFI and KOST HD2. Los Angeles. Orange County. It's time for your morning wake-up call. Here's Amy King. Good morning. This is your wake-up call for Thursday, September 21st. I'm Amy King. Here's what's coming up on Wake Up Call. The Hollywood writer's strike could soon be over. Negotiators met yesterday. They're meeting again today, and there are rumors that a deal is not far off. President Zelensky's in Washington, D.C. today to meet with President Biden and Democratic and Republican lawmakers. Of course, he's going to be asking for support, more money for his war with Russia. The Powerball jackpot is going up. It's getting up there. No winner last night means Saturday's jackpot is going to be up to an estimated $725 million. What would you do with all that money? Maybe go buy an island or something. At 6.05, it's handle on the news. Kevin DeLeon wants to stick around. He didn't resign after the leaked tape scandal at City Hall and now says he's going to run for re-election to the City Council for L.A. in 2024. Here are some of the stories coming out of the KFI 24-hour newsroom. The Hollywood writers' strike could soon be over. CNBC says the writers and studios are close to a deal and that an agreement would likely be announced today. A statement released yesterday only said that they were negotiators. Writers said they will remain on picket lines as the WGA meets with major production companies. In May, bringing Hollywood to a halt with actors joining them just weeks after. Business rep for IATSE Orange County, Brad Marlowe, says he hopes both sides can come to an agreement so everyone can get back to work. I think if, you know, production companies are listening, I think any of them that have a soul, <laughs> they they know this this is wrong. You know what they're up to with SAG and with with the writers. Writers say they're still skeptical after yesterday's meeting with producers, saying it was more of a lecture. Chris Adler, KFI News. The school board in Moreno Valley has voted to fire its superintendent. The decision follows a $27 million settlement with the family of a boy who died after he was sucker punched by bullies at school. The boy's family has complained to school officials about the ongoing harassment, but said nothing was ever done. The L.A. County D.A.'s office has filed a murder charge against the man accused of the shooting death of a sheriff's deputy. The criminal complaint says Kevin Salazar used a 22 caliber revolver when he killed Ryan Klinkenbrumer last Saturday. And how did Salazar get the gun? All we can say at this point about any weapon is that we uh, believe uh, there was a purchase um, made 
uh, in the weeks before this uh, crime occurred. That's Deputy DA Mike Blake. Yesterday, Salazar pleaded not guilty by reason of insanity. The DA says if Salazar is convicted, he'll ask for life in prison without parole. At the Hall of Justice, Steve Gregory, KFI News. Some people on the Rancho Palos Verdes Peninsula say they're worried about their homes on unstable ground. Nearly a dozen homes in Rolling Hills Estates were destroyed by a, land, a landslide almost two months ago. People in the Seaview neighborhood of Palos Verdes say the ground underneath some homes has also moved and huge cracks have appeared on some properties. They also say the streets and sidewalks are shifting. The CHP's organized retail theft task force says it has recovered more than $200,000 worth of stolen stuff in L.A. and has arrested 10 people. Officials say the stolen items were being sold at swap meets around L.A. They say the operation was being run out of somebody's backyard and the merchandise was kept under tents and in a box truck. House Speaker McCarthy has reportedly outlined a new short-term plan to fund the government, but it's still unclear is if he has enough votes to actually pass the plan. Lawmakers have only nine days left to take action. One of McCarthy's biggest critics, Florida Governor Matt Gates, called McCarthy weak yesterday, accusing the House Speaker of, quote, lying like a dead dog. ABC's Justin Finch says conservative Republicans have been demanding deeper spending cuts and have stricter border policies. And for those of you with champagne wishes and caviar dreams, the Powerball jackpot's going up after no one matched all six winning numbers from last night's drawing. The next drawing Saturday is going to be worth an estimated $725 million. The jackpot was last won in July. Someone in California has a ticket worth $1.08 billion. It is 5.06 on Wake Up Call. Let's say good morning now to ABC's Stephen Portnoy. Stephen, Attorney General Merrick Garland testified before before the House Judiciary Committee yesterday. Tell us about what happened. Yeah, he spent several hours before the GOP-controlled panel, first time sitting uh, under Republican control before the House Judiciary Committee, taking questions. And many of the questions from Republicans focused on what they say is a two-tiered system of justice, with the Justice Department per, uh, prosecuting Donald Trump, the president's rival, and they say protecting Hunter Biden, the president's son. Uh, Merrick Garland responded in a prepared statement saying that his department applies to the law evenly and won't be intimidated. And this is the quote. Our job is not to take orders from the president, from Congress, or from anyone else about who or what to criminally investigate. Now, many of the questions focused on uh, the uh, investigation being led by David Weiss, the special counsel based in Delaware, who's been bringing charges now against Hunter Biden, the president's son, in a plea agreement that's, that fell apart of the summer. We've been talking about it for several weeks. And Merrick Garland said that uh, he's left it to David Weiss to decide what charges to bring and when. He said he has not had any direct involvement in the Hunter Biden case. He's not intruded, not interfered, and not even tried to find out what it is that David Weiss knows. And that was frustrating to members of the panel because they were seeking particular answers about decisions that the Justice Department has made, not just under uh, Merrick Garland's direction, but also uh, during the period in which uh, Donald Trump was president. And Garland uh, frustrated members of the committee because he was not uh, willing or able to provide answers to those questions. Now, what's interesting is uh, the panel chairman, Jim Jordan, came out of the hearing to say that he expects that David Weiss, the special counsel, will himself appear before the panel hmm. sometime next month. What? 
what would he have to say? Well, I don't know, because he's overseeing an ongoing investigation where his office is bringing criminal charges against Hunter Biden. In fact, uh, in my understanding is Hunter Biden lives in Southern California. And yesterday, the judge overseeing the uh, initial proceedings in the gun charges that have been brought against Hunter Biden related to his purchase of a pistol at a time he was a uh, confirmed or uh, admitted drug addict, uh, Hunter Biden asked that that initial appearance, that arraignment, be done over video conference. And yesterday, the judge said, nope. Over my 12 years on the bench, he said, I'm not aware, absent the pandemic, of any circumstance where a defendant in a criminal case has been permitted to plead virtually. So, yeah. Mr. Biden, you are expected to fly across the country and come into the courtroom and enter that not guilty plea in person. That's supposed to happen a week from Tuesday, October 3rd. Wait, and that is in California? No, that's in Delaware. Oh, that's back in Delaware. So he's in California, and that's why he's saying, oh, I don't want to appear in person. Or at least. It's been reported that Hunter Biden lives in Malibu. Okay. And he asked that because of the security involved and the need to you know, fly across the country, if it could possibly be done, where well, he could just say those two words, not guilty, via video conference. And the judge said no. Okay, so I guess Hunter's got a plane trip in his future. And as far as this committee hearing, what's what's next for them? Well, I mean, look, the the, uh, the committee is, is uh, this was an oversight hearing, so I don't know yeah. that they're going to call Merrick Garland again. I think that Republicans generally are going to try to pursue this, uh, and we know they're going to pursue their own investigation into the president's son's business dealings. Next Thursday, a week from today, the House Oversight Committee begins its impeachment inquiry with a public hearing on the contours of impeachment, the uh, areas of financial and foreign lobbying laws that they allege Hunter Biden may have violated. And uh, they're going to subpoena Hunter Biden's bank records to see if there's any information there that might be helpful to the investigation. But so far, and we have to keep saying it, they have not <laughs> demonstrated that there's been a wire transfer or any actual cash disbursement yeah. from Hunter Biden or entities he controls to the person that he apparently called the big guy in his in his texts and and the question is whether that was just talk or whether there's proof that money was actually changing hands into joe biden's accounts and and so far republicans have not been able to find it oh the tangled webs we weave Stephen portnoy thank you so much for your assistance in untangling things you bet have a great day. Here are some more of the stories coming out of the KFI 24-hour newsroom. A man from the San Fernando Valley has been sentenced to more than six years in prison for stealing nearly $2 million from banks in a check fraud scheme. The guy pleaded guilty in April. The U.S. Attorney's Office says the scheme also involved the man's wife, brother-in-law, and other family members. A high school student in Temecula has started handing out pride flags to protest the school district's policy against them. The school board decided earlier this month that only state and U.S. flags can be flown at its schools. Board members say they are not anti-anything, but the classroom is not a place for personal political beliefs. San Bernardino County Sheriff's deputies have been involved in a shooting while answering a burglary call in Hesperia. The break-in uh, break was reported around 7 last night. The Sheriff's Department says the shooting happened when deputies got there. It's not clear if anyone was hit, but a deputy has apparently been taken to the hospital. A fight over a girl has led to a stabbing at Mount uh, San Antonio College in Walnut. It happened just before noon yesterday. The injured man was taken to the hospital. Another man has been taken into custody. Neighbors living where a small plane crashed uh, into a home in, or nearly crashed into a home in Compton say the city needs to make changes to the airport. Deborah Lindsay says planes fly dangerously close to power lines and homes and has asked the city for years to act. Somebody need to help us around here. I didn't say me, 
us and our neighbors. This is too long. Too long, okay? Too long. City Councilman Jonathan Bowers visited the crash site on 159th Street yesterday, saying the city is addressing airport safety. The NTSB and FAA are trying to figure out what uh, caused the plane to come down. Automakers are laying off more employees because of the UAW strike. Contract talks between the union and the big three automakers are still ongoing. Practice pickets have started around the country, including at the Stellantis headquarters near Detroit. That company sent workers at its factory in Perrysburg, Ohio, home this week and is expecting to lay off employees in Kokomo, Indiana. GM has also sent 2,000 employees home in Kansas City. Ukraine's President Zelensky is scheduled to meet with President Biden at the White House. He's also planning to meet with Republican and Democratic leaders to make his case for getting more aid from the U.S. for the war in well, with Russia. There were close to 700 attempts to ban library books during the first eight months of this year. The American Library Association said this week those attempts targeted more than 1,900 titles. That's 20% more than the first eight months of 2022. The association said most of the titles that were targeted this year were written by or about people of color or members of the LGBTQ plus community. Right now, let's say good morning to ABC's Jim Ryan. Jim, AI is a scary proposition for yeah. some people, but in this instance, it could help save veterans' lives. I want to hear all about this. Very much so. There's a company called Clearforce, Amy. It's based in Virginia. And part of its mission is to try to prevent suicides among veterans. In fact, the company is run essentially by people who have served in the military. So this company uses artificial intelligence. What it does, it looks at public records available from the CDC, from the the Census Bureau from other sources to look at the individual economic stability, substance abuse trends, relationships, uh, criminal and legal contacts of various communities, including veterans communities. Then working with organizations that provide services to veterans, local organizations and the VA, uh, it, uh, it studies this using artificial intelligence, studies the data to see who might be at risk forwarding that information that onto veteran services organization which then can reach out to those individual veterans so if this a local veterans groups you know contacts a veteran and says i understand you might be having some issues or you've got some challenges going the veteran then has the option to say either you know i really am or to say no i'm doing well thanks a lot um, no problem uh, so it's an interesting use of artificial intelligence and machine learning that this company is is putting to use here to try to cut into a real tragedy. Veterans, it's thought, are about one and a half times more likely to take their own lives than people who have never served in the military, Amy. I think that this is such an important thing because we know that like 22 people a day or actually it's 16 a day are mm -hmm killing themselves and if there's any way to help you know identify what what's causing that or people who are extra at risk i think that's great is there any concern about like hipaa uh, HIPAA sure. violations well yes uh, by the way it's, it's 16 service members every day who took their own lives in 2020 not, oh, okay. not overall but yeah. 6,000 of them since 20 uh, since 2001 but you're right privacy is a major concern and that's why this company and others like it are using publicly available data they're not digging into personal medical records or something like that that would violate hipaa so yes uh, 
there, there are privacy concerns. Uh, this company and others that are trying to help veterans, you know, or do their best to try to to preserve that privacy. And but it's it's a real paradise. You know, you're dealing with personal issues, with yeah. deep private and and life altering, potentially life ending crises. So, how do you measure that? How do you weigh that out to try to reach out to somebody, give them some help, offer them help at least, and then you know to then then back away. It's a, it's a, it's a real quandary. Yeah. Well, with all the talk of, you know, Armageddon for from AI, I no. think that this is such a, a great way that, that it can be applied and hopefully it'll save lives. My uncle's a veteran. My brother's a veteran. Mm. And, you know, I mean, it hits home for so many people listening right now because so many people either served or know somebody who served. And and a lot of times those struggles are very private and we don't sure. see them. Exactly. And and so and and you know the whole military experience is like that. And so who better to understand something like this than a military veteran? And that's why this company, this Clear Force company has so many veterans who are in in leadership positions. But you're right. And the PSA that aired a minute ago about the 988 suicide and crisis lifeline and it's crucial information. There's also the 988lifeline.org website. Jim Ryan, thank you so much for your time and uplifting news today. We like that. Thanks, Amy. All right. And uh, I wanted to remind you, too, that we have a friend of the show. It's actor Josh Plassey from iCarly. He's running 22 miles a day for 22 days wearing a 22-pound rucksack to raise awareness and try to prevent veteran suicide. We had him on the show a couple of weeks ago, actually about three weeks ago. Uh, he's almost to the end of his journey. His goal was to raise $50,000 for veteran suicide prevention programs. You can uh, take a look at his journey. I've been watching him along the way. It's pretty cool. He's just running all over the country. Uh, it's at, at Josh Plassey, J-O-S-H. P-L-A-S-S, -S, or at Stop Veteran Suicide. There are also links to donate to help the cause. Let's get back to some of the stories coming out of the KFI 24-hour newsroom. An employee at a massage parlor in Riverside has shot a suspected robber. Police say two men tried to rob the place last night. Both took off after the shooting. One of them ended up at a nearby market and was taken to the hospital. He's in critical condition. People living in Compton, where a small plane crashed, say the city's airport needs safety improvements. The crash happened just feet from the Compton Woodley Airport, where pilots travel without a control tower. Monica Dykes lives near the airport and says there was a similar plane crash in the area a couple weeks back. We need some attention to our airport because it's not the pilot's fault or anybody's fault. It's just that we need some resources and some upgrades. The pilot reported only minor injuries. What caused the plane to come down yesterday morning is still under investigation, but officials say engine failure is suspected. Chris Adler, KFI News. Long Beach police are hosting a safety meeting this afternoon, two days after a man died after scaling the fence at an elementary school. McKinley Elementary School was put on lockdown after a man with a sledgehammer tried to get onto campus. He died after a confrontation with some adults on campus, though police have yet to say exactly how he died. Police say the man was pulled down from the fence and was detained by a group of men. So uh, every week, starting this week, we're going to be doing what we're calling a Boo Preview. And that's to give you a little uh, look into some of the events that are going on around the Southland. We're going to look at big events and some smaller events, some creepy crawly events, some spooky events, some family events, and some really scary events. And what is Halloween without 
Halloween time at the Disneyland Resort. And you know, I'm a huge Disney fan anyway, so it made sense for us to start there. I got a chance to talk with Disney's Norma Perez in Disney California Adventure. We were right next to the iconic statue of the Headless Horseman at the end of Buena Vista Street. So, uh, Norma, there are ride overlays, there are special menus, there are decorations, and it all spells Halloween time. Tell us about it. We are so excited celebrating Halloween time here at the Disneyland Resort. And like you just mentioned, we have the, ho the Headless Horseman right here. We also have Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout turning to Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout after dark. I love that one. You love it. I love it too because it just makes it a total magical place. As it turns out that the queue is totally dark and it's just saving brood. You just see a little critters here and there. Yeah. And then Carsland turns to uh, Radiator Screams, and I just love it there. Radiator too. Screams? You radiator Screams. You love have that. to scream, yeah. actually, when you get there, because the little ones enjoy <laughs> At Paradise Gardens, we have Plaza de la Familia celebrating right. till November 2nd. And that's where you take a little bit of the history and the, and the celebration of the other Los Muertos there, too, based on the movie Coco, which is uh, Disney and, and uh, Pixar, too. So we invite everybody to come and celebrate a little of the culture there. We have music and we have uh, food and we have mariachi as well, too. So we invite everybody to come and celebrate the other Los Muertos here at the Disney California Adventure. Perfect. And then when we go across the Esplanade over mm -hmm. into the Disneyland, Park. What are we greeted with? Well, you, you get to be greeted by a lot of pumpkins, especially yep. Mickey, who is a giant Mickey with a big smile. And as you exit, it's a big wink. Uh, <laughs> and of course, there's a lot of pumpkins down down Main Street, USA. And one of the classics returns, which is Haunted Mansion to Haunted Mansion Holiday. And it's actually celebrating 30 years, the beautiful story of the Nightmare Before Christmas. That's 30 years 30 now? years wow. now, the, the story. And we're celebrating it with it with Haunted Mansion Holiday at uh, Disneyland. That's awesome. Okay. Okay. This right here is the Haunted Horseman. He's going to interrupt us from time to time. This is so cool. And this, this is activated by Magic Bands, Correct. right? Correct. For those that are having their Magic Bands, and it's just not here. It's a lot of other areas, too. If you're watching the parade or the fireworks, you can also be part of the Magic, too, because it activates little secret surprises. Oh, I love And that. in certain areas of the park as well, and attractions. So you have to visit Disneyland.com uh, to know what areas you can also take part in this activation get a little insider information and the characters have new costumes this year yes at disneyland park you get to see your favorite mickey and his pals they also have their new halloween attire and then they also have certain attractions too with different overlays that match their attire as well i love that and then there's also tons of special halloween time treats yes so you don't have a diet here you have to come and take all the uh, activities <laughs> yes you have to try all the extra treats that we have here we have apples we have candy apples like i said with different treats and then you also have to try all the candies that are here at plaza la familia at halloween time at disneyland and, and all of downtown disney because downtown disney we also celebrating halloween time absolutely and then the other thing that is at downtown disney is um pluto's pumpkin pursuit yes can you tell us about that That's Yes, it's, a, it's a special activity that you, people can come and purchase a special map, and it's an, a kind of scavenger hunt oh, that cool. can come and do. And then they select different areas to come and select your little sticker, and at the end, you can a super surprise at the end. It's an activity for kids that can come and do. You don't need a ticket to come to the park. You just go to downtown Disney and do it. Awesome. 
It's not only the happiest place on earth, it's the spookiest place on earth. It's Halloween time at the Disneyland Resort. Thanks so much, Norma. Appreciate You're very it. welcome. We welcome everybody. Please visit Disneyland.com for more information and happy Halloween. And happy Halloween to you, too. I've noticed that people in Southern California go crazy for Halloween early, too, because I know it's mid-September, but like Halloween time started September 1st, right before Labor Day. And uh, we've got lots of parks who have really cool events coming up. And as I mentioned, we're going to be sharing those with you each week on our Boo Preview. You can also uh, check out the interview on my Instagram and the KFI Instagram at KFI AM 640 and at Amy King. Oh, nope. At Amy K. King. Now let's get back to some of the stories coming out of the KFI 24-hour newsroom. Jury deliberations are underway in the trial of a man accused of shooting two Los Angeles County Sheriff's deputies. The deputies were shot sitting in their patrol vehicle at the Compton Metro Station in September of 2020. Both suffered serious injuries. During the closing arguments yesterday, a defense attorney said the man had been drinking heavily and using meth after the death of his best friend. The man is accused of shooting four people over a span of two weeks, including the deputies. The man accused of killing an L.A. County Sheriff's deputy has pleaded not guilty by reason of insanity. Kevin Salazar wore a bulletproof vest, his hands restrained at his waist. He entered the plea yesterday in a courtroom in Lancaster. Hours later, D.A. Gascon announced the murder charge with three special circumstances. If convicted, the defense will face sentence of life and imprisonment without the possibility of parole. The criminal complaint says Salazar used a 22 caliber revolver and bought the weapon weeks before the shooting. At the Hall of Justice, Steve Gregory, KFI News. The fiancé of the L.A. County Sheriff's deputy murdered in Palmdale says he was the best guy she ever met. She and Ryan Klinkenbrummer were engaged four days before he was murdered on Saturday. The man accused of killing him, again, as Steve just mentioned, charged yesterday with murder plus special circumstances allegations. More people on the Palace Verdes Peninsula say they're worried about losing their homes to a landslide. Nearly a dozen homes in Rolling Hills Estates were destroyed almost two months ago when the ground gave way. Now, two homes have been red-tagged in the Seaview neighborhood of Rancho Palace Verdes. LA County Supervisor Janice Hahn was out there last night. Residents say the ground underneath some of the homes has moved. Huge cracks have appeared on some of the properties and the streets and sidewalks are shifting. A former aide to President Trump has made sexual assault claims against Rudy Giuliani. Cassidy Hutchinson claims in an upcoming book that Giuliani groped her on the day of the January 6th riot at the Capitol. ABC's Andrea Fujii says... Hutchinson claims Giuliani put his hand under her blazer and skirt. She writes, I lower my eyes and watch his free hand reach for the hem of my blazer. I feel his frozen fingers trail up my thigh. A political advisor to Giuliani calls the allegations a disgusting lie and says it's fair to ask why she is just now coming out with these allegations from two and a half years ago while marketing her new book. The Biden administration says it's taking new action to uh, handle the crisis at the southern border, ABC's Matt Rivers says the city of Eagle Pass, Texas, declared a state of emergency yesterday because of the thousands of migrants crossing the border every day. As for why we're seeing this spike in migrant crossings now, it's really a mixture of the easing of peak summer temperatures and increase in human smuggling activity and the simple fact that there are already a record number of migrants already on the move in this part of the world. 
The Biden administration says it's sending 800 active duty members to the border in addition to the 2,500 already deployed to assist customs and border protection. Okay, we've got something really fun coming up this weekend, especially if you are a pet owner, specifically if you are a dog owner. Uh, we want to welcome Peggy Kennedy with Best Friends Animal Society in Los Angeles to the show. Peggy. Hi, good morning. Good morning. Thanks for waking up with us this morning. So we uh, heard the Paw Patrol music and that music and that movie is tied to a Guinness World Record attempt. Please tell us all about it. Yeah, Paramount Pictures is teaming up with Best Friends Animal Society and Street Food Cinema to invite families and their dogs to come to a screening event of Paw Patrol, the mighty movie, this Sunday. We're going to attempt to break the Guinness World Record for the title of most dogs attending a film screening. Okay, so who can participate? How do we get signed up? Tell us all about it. Absolutely. So any, uh, if you're bringing your dog, just need to have one dog per handler. So each, you know, if you have multiple dogs in your home, please make sure each dog has a handler. Dogs do need to be at least a year old. But... All do dogs are welcome. Kids are welcome. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's at the Autry at Griffith Park. It's this Sunday. The screening will begin at 3.30 p.m. and doors will open at 1.30. So you can come early and get yourself set up on the lawn. Okay. And I know that you, you said the dogs have to be a year old. There are some other things that they're going to need to make sure that they kind of check off the boxes. So tell us um, where we can find out how people participate aside from listening to you right now. We don't, because we want you there, but you can't just show up. You yeah. need to make sure you register first, right? Yes, you can go to la.bestfriends.org. We'll have the event listing there and you can RSVP there. You can show up on Sunday, but there is a chance that it will be full. So we definitely recommend that you RSVP in advance and get your, you can get a, a VIP ticket to get some special goodies as well. Okay, so... You're going for the world record for uh, most dogs attending a film screening. Is there a current world record for this or is this a new thing? 199. So we need at least 200 dogs. Oh, wait, we missed you. The part of the first part of what you said, you need at least 200 dogs. So there is a current world record. There is a current world record. It's 199. Okay. And uh, have, is this the first kind of event like this that, that you have participated in, Peggy? It is the first event that I've participated in and that Best Friends has participated in, yes. Okay, and, and people can bring dogs big and small? Yep, yep, they just, obviously there's gonna be a lot of crowds, this is a kid's movie, there's gonna be a lot of kids there, so definitely dogs that can handle that type of environment that are gonna, you know, be okay there, um, make good choices in terms of that, so. Okay, and it's going to be in the Autry Museum. So are people going to be sitting in seats or dogs going to be sitting in seats or is there a special screening area? It's on the lawn just outside of the uh, Autry Museum. There's a okay. big grassy area there. Yeah, so okay. it's, uh, yeah, Street Food Cinema does a lot of movies out there. So right yes, there. yes. We went and saw, uh, was it Mulan? We went and saw Mulan at a Street Food Cinema. That's so fun. And are they going to have the food trucks out and everything? Yes, they will. Yeah, it'll be the, the whole usual street food cinema experience and uh, just with dogs and the Paw Patrol movie. I love this. Okay, and again, the website for them to get more information about it and to register to come out is? la.bestfriends.org. Okay, we'll put that up on the uh, on the uh, KFI Wake Up Call page 
on uh, KFIAM640.com as well. Uh, Peggy, any final invitation for uh, the owners of our furry friends? Just come on out and have a fantastic time. We're looking forward to seeing you. All right, perfect. Peggy Kennedy with Best Friends of LA. And what a great group. Any any group that helps to save dogs and promote dogs and other animals, they are A-OK with me. Uh, let's uh, get back to some of the stories coming out of the KFI 24-hour newsroom. As I just mentioned, uh, writers and studios are back at the bargaining table to try to put an end to the strike. Business reps for IATSE Orange County, Brad Marlowe, says some members under his union have struggled to pay their rents since they were, um, since the writers hit the picket lines. Oh, hold on. During the strike, we've been trying to reach out to our sister locals, um, specifically Local 80 and 728 in Hollywood, to try to offer them work down here in Orange County at some of our venues. Writers met with the CEOs of major companies yesterday morning. The WGA says its goal is to get a fair deal for its members as soon as possible. And of course, uh, CNBC is saying that they're getting close and a new deal could be done as soon as today. Of course, we'll let you know as soon as we hear that. A judge has handed down a 13-year prison sentence to a man who tried smuggling fentanyl onto a flight from LAX. TSA officers found six pounds of fentanyl in the man's duffel bag. Law enforcement estimates that the fentanyl's wholesale value is more than $250,000. U.S. Attorney Spokesman Kieran McAvoy says the guy was headed for New Orleans when his duffel bag was flagged by an x-ray machine in 2020. The fentanyl was found in wrapped parcels that were placed at a computer keyboard box. Prosecutors argued the man risked the lives of passengers and flight crew. Blake Trolley, KFI News. Three Catholic parishes in Fullerton are offering 2% loans to homeless families who need first and last month's rent for an apartment. We have about $40,000 already. St. Philip Benizi Father Dennis Chris says a $100,000 goal will help about 30 families with kids who spend everything on hotels. They'd have to prove that they have a job, but you have to prove that when they get into the apartment, they could stay there. Families are told. We're giving you a loan and we really do need this to be paid back because we can help somebody else. He says the church loan program could really catch on because the few churches nationally to try such loans claim a 96% payback rate. In Fullerton, Corbin Carson, KFI News. A police chase with a BMW has ended in a crash at a gas station. Authorities say it started with a domestic dispute call followed by the uh, BMW driver taking off in a car and later switching to a family member's BMW. So he took off in a different vehicle than changed cars. The chase wrapped up when the driver crashed at a gas station near Montclair. No other information is available about any shootings, arrests, or injuries. Google is facing a negligence lawsuit that claims a maps error led to the death of a man in North Carolina. According to the lawsuit, the man was driving in an unfamiliar neighborhood last September when Google Maps directed him to go over a bridge that had collapsed back in 2013 and was never repaired. The man drowned when his vehicle plunged into a creek. Okay, here's a question for you. How far would you go to save your Apple Watch? Would you reach into a toilet to get it? Would you go into a portable porta potty outhouse kind of situation to get it? Well, 
First responders were called to the Dixon Lake boat launch on Tuesday after a woman was heard screaming for help. This is in Michigan. When police got to the scene, they found the woman stuck inside an outhouse. She told them that she had dropped her Apple Watch in the toilet. She somehow or another got down inside it to get the watch and then got stuck and couldn't got out. So uh, authorities removed the toilet. They got a strap around her and pulled her out to safety. And she did get the watch out before she realized she was stuck. Authorities are advising the public to refrain from venturing inside the containment area to retrieve lost items as serious injury could occur. I think I would have said goodbye to that Apple Watch. KFI and KOST HD2 Los Angeles, Orange County. We lead local live from the KFI 24-hour newsroom. I'm Amy King. Thank you so much for joining us. This has been your wake-up call. You've been listening to The Bill Handel Show. Catch my show Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. and anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.